everybody, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Isak Sunan, and welcome back to my thoughts. Today is another special episode. We're doing Pretty Little Liars, and I've watched another crap ton of episodes. So we're going to cover seasons, um, season two, one through 14. <laughs> I, will, I swear, I need to start doing that. But anyway, I'm going to read the description that's, that it has on Wikipedia. Then I'll give my thoughts about it from what I remember and any other things that the Wikipedia will forget because it's stupid. So, let me see here. So, season two, episode one is, is called It's Alive. So, the girls' parents have um, gathered them for an intervention to send the girls to group therapy. Arya finally considers reconciling and visits Arya's apartment, but their relationship worsens when Ezra admits that he was still in love with ex Jackie where, uh, when he and Arya first met. Lucas brings Caleb back to Rosewood for Hannah, but she's too hurt to take him back. Caleb explains that he wrote her a letter and gave it to Mona, who threw it away. Hannah confronts Mona about the letter, but leaves when she realizes to her shock that Noel Khan and Mona are dating. Ew. So then Emily is struggling to deal with her impending move to Texas and losing her friends, including Toby, who she rebonds with as they wait for Spencer to join them in secret. Spencer then cancels as she's having some difficulties with family at home. Melissa, distraught over her missing husband, friends not to let Spencer anywhere near the baby. She decides to make up with Spencer, however, even telling the unborn baby's name Taylor. The girls resolve to spill at least some of their secrets to Dr. Sullivan. The girls then notice that Ezra's diploma, the missing piece from his apartment, is sitting on a shelf in the doctor's office. The girls freak out and leave before they can tell Dr. Sullivan their secrets. Dr. Sullivan later contacts the girls' parents and recommends that they take some time apart for, due to their unstable behavior during the last therapy session. After Spencer finds a Texas from Melissa's phone, suspecting that, she that the caller is in. What an opening episode, bruh. Oh, and have A ending where A's in Emily's room, deleting files of A's messages and a copy of the video. So, basically, Emily's house is, like, on the market for, like, a year. So, it's, like, a renter's, like, type deal where a tenant will move in for a year, then they move back out because they're going to Texas for a year. So, A deleted all the files because they were taken to her house, and Emily just had her freaking laptop straight up open while everyone their mother visits. So kind of stupid on her part like why not put on a thumb drive and put in the safety deposit box or something like anyway could be a little smarter than that um other than that this is actually like a punch of a blow by blow of what happened in the um episode also i thought it was kind of funny that ezra i mean that oh my god aria did not tell Ezra about the key being stolen. <laughs> that never came up. I was like, mm, I would tell someone right off the bat. And also, it was kind of stupid for him to put a key underneath the mat. But okay. So, anyway, I gave it like a solid A minus episode. I really enjoyed it, but there was like, <laughs> really? Some moments. Anyway, let's go into episode two called The Goodbye Look. So the liars find that Jason De Laurentiis has moved back into Rosewood with a very suspicious attitude. 
Samara and Emily start to hang out, but Emily struggles with her family's impending move to Texas. However, when a college athlete scout approaches her after a swim meet, she sees the opportunity that could keep her in Rosewood. She tries to convince her parents that the leather scout basically offered liar um her a scholarship to college but she has to have a record of continued oh my god con- continuity did i say that right i don't know so when she asks for a formal letter for this offer the scout tells her that there's no guarantee she'll get it so pam tells emily that someone has been breaking into everyone's houses stealing camping supplies hannah's father returns to town but hannah doesn't trust him after seeing him marry into a new family then Mona tries to get Hannah's forgiveness by talking to Arya for advice. But Arya tells her she's not allowed to talk to Hannah, so Mona is on her own. Mona also asks Arya to um, pick a goodbye present for Ezra's last day so she knows him better from the play. So Spencer thinks that her sister is hiding something to protect Ian. She also discovers that Toby, much to her dismay, has a new job with the Rosewood Construction Company so that he can be free of his parents and with the money he earns only to be let go on his first day to a conflict with the clients over uh, Toby's reputation. Sister tries to find out what Jason's up to, only to be interrogated by Jason about Ian's apparent death. The lawyers discuss the fact that only Evans has been deleted. They have A's ending where A pets the puppy in the front yard. So basically, we have a new Jason. So you have the other person. I don't even know what the actor's name is but this one I, I think it's like drew van acker or whatever so he's um so he's new like the first one had black hair this one had blonde hair and somewhat long hair and i was like okay <laughs> just a new random ass person but okay like i guess you could dye your hair or whatever but anyway that's just i was like all right Sorry, I'm putting ice on my foot. For y'all that don't know, a little sidebar, I hurt my foot really bad. So I'm icing it and I was taking a break, but it's starting to hurt a little bit my foot. So anyway, um, let's see. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> let me jump right back in. So hang on a moment. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I'm back. Um, I got a phone call. <laughs> so, I don't even know where I was, to be honest with you. Um, I was, I know it's on episode two. So, um, so basically, Hannah got the ick from Dana and Noah, and then we also have, um, Uh, so anyway, they give away the present. I can't believe that was in this episode or not, but anyway, it was fun. Um, Jason had, um, there was like some type of random ass puppy running around Jason's yard and he was not very nice to it, but it turns out it might have been A's dog, which was kind of crazy. Anyway, I gave that one like a B plus. So let's jump into the next one, which is episode three called My Name is Trouble. So Spencer dreams that A is about to attack all the girls as they're hanging out together in the movie theater. Then Melissa rudely awakens Spencer as she search. God damn it. Okay, hopefully I won't get any, any more interruptions. Jeez, man. Okay. So, 
with the dream. It was I thought that was actually very real, but when that light got on their face and Melissa woke her up, I was like, damn, okay. And then and so she's very frankly trying to find her wedding ring. And so then Spence begins to suspect that Melissa has been talking to Ian since she uh, leaves the room every time she gets a call and lies about leaving the house. Then Hannah's dad is staying in Rosewood and Hannah is confused how she feels and why her mother is not reacting is not reacting in a romantic manner to Tom's appearance. I don't think that's accurate. Anyway, then Emily creates a fake letter saying that she's, she'll be accepted into Danby University as she continues to swim, anchored for Rosewood Swim Team. Arya takes a pottery class at Hollis, but then she runs into Jenna and says her it has a fake name. Tubby then spent, begins to work for Jason De Laurentiis in order to save up for a truck so he can begin his job at Yardley and finally get away from his parents and stepsister. Spencer suspects that Jason is housing Ian because of the shadows in the upstairs windows and the bloody gauze in the garage. They have the A ending where A buys Melissa Ring in the pawn shop. So basically, what happened was <clears throat> Spencer found Melissa's ring and decided to take it to a pawn shop to take some cash from it. And like not like all the money, but like some type of like collateral. And she's like, I'll be back here on Monday to give you the money back. Uh, and to get the ring back. And he said, okay. And then um, A came in and was like, I want the ring. <laughs> so anyway, she takes the money, buys the truck for um, Toby. And um, so he can quit working for Jason De Laurentiis uh, um, and work for Yardley, like it said. And um, at first, Spencer was going to say something to Melissa. But Melissa was being rude about something. And so she was like, F it. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> So anyway, then, uh, then I feel like Hannah wasn't, excuse me, wasn't like, I don't think she cared about like her dad being in town, but like, Ashley was like, not really getting off like romantic vibes in this episode anyway. And, um. I don't know, whatever. I give this episode a, a solid A. Then we cut to episode four, Blind Dates. So to celebrate Emily's acceptance into Danby University, Pam invites Samara over for dinner. Samara is able to convince Pam that Danby won't be the only school interested in offering Emily a scholarship, giving Emily time to figure out what to do next. Then we cut to where Lucas worries about his upcoming date with Danielle. So she, he asks Hannah to uh, double date with him. And tells her to bring Caleb. Unfortunately, Danielle thinks that Hannah is interested in Lucas. To convince Danielle that there's nothing in between her and Lucas, Hannah and Caleb pretend to be on a real date. So basically, Hannah kept checking on Lucas and Danielle like every like five minutes, like a mom. <laughs> and um and just kept looking at her like, is everything good? Is everything good? And um she thought that, you know, Danielle thought Hannah's interested in Lucas, which I kind of think she is, like, a little bit. Then we cut to where Hannah goes to the therapist alone for the first time, but isn't willing to open up to her. After, However, after Lucas's, um, Lucas thanks her for helping with Danielle, Hannah realizes that she can't allow Allie to control her life anymore. She goes to see Dr. Sullivan again and confronts her past. Meanwhile, Aria learns that Mike has been laying about playing basketball after school every day because... Um, she ran into his friends and Jason De Laurentiis, and she she's kind of a little flirty with him, FYI. 
And anyway, so um, Mike's friend says, like, oh, he hasn't been here so in, like, um, two months. So, we cut to Spencer goes to Ren to ask him for um, help in checking down Ian, but he refuses. But she is finally able to convince him to trick Melissa into bringing him to Ian so Spencer can follow him there. When Ren gets the word, the liars follow Melissa in a car to a cabin in the woods. A few seconds later, Melissa screams, and when they enter the cabin, they can see Ian's uh, dead body sitting up against the wall, along with a gun and a suicide note in which he confesses confessed to Allison's murder. A plus episode. This was a crazy-ass episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and Ian pissed me off, so I'm glad he's not in the show anymore. <laughs> he played that character way too well. I was like, unlikable prick. Anyway... I like that Hannah got is is like actually getting help from Dr. Sullivan and um I like that confrontation between Allie and the past. I really like that one, so that was a really good episode. So in episode five, The Devil You Know of season two, Emily, Arya, and Hannah and Spencer learned that Ian's suicide was not real, it was just made up of a text messages. Arya's brother Mike is called trying to break into Jason Dorrent's house, and it's also the one that sold things from Emily's garage and pushed Arya in Spencer's house. That was intense. Melissa tells uh, Spencer that her baby is a girl while talking to Melissa, and then Ian Fence goes off and says his back immediately. Spencer was pretending to be Ian by texting Melissa. So, A, dropped off Ian's phone, or the phone that A was using to pretend to be Ian, from... And put it in um, Spencer's bag. And she obviously didn't know it. And that set off Melissa like a bat out of hell. She was so mad. Like so mad. Because at first they were turning a quarter and that turner. She threw threw that car in reverse. Like F that. So we cut to um, Hannah meets Kayla's foster mom Janet. And says she doesn't continue to give Kayla his money until he's 18. Then Hannah's going to bring Janet to court. By Dolce and Gabbana and something, which was kind of funny. Then, while Emily is at the delivery store, she comes across Logan Reed. Logan then tells Emily that he never met Ian and that a woman on the phone hired him. At Ian's funeral, Arya t- talks to Jason, who tells her that he thought he could have possibly offed Allison while he was drunk the night of her death, and his suspicions were raised when he woke up the next morning with a note that read, I know what you did. Emily clue, uh, Emily's clues from Ace text leading the girls to Allison's grave where Abe played a video of the, via projector of Ian, presumably off the Allison with the added part of Ali showing to be unharmed, revealing that she was still alive. And that was the end of that episode. It was a good episode. I gave this one also A+. It was really good. And I haven't watched the show in years, so that kind of threw me for a shock. I kind of forgot. I mean, I knew Ian didn't do it, but I was like, still like, I was like, ooh, this is interesting. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And um, it was just a really good episode. Um, they actually covered a lot in this epi- in the description, so hooray. So the A ending, A walks by the girls with the projector in the hand. So in episode six, called Never Letting Go, Sister hears her dad on the phone with someone yelling and specifically complaining that Jason is home. Sister tries to strike up a conversation with her father as he searches for an unhealthy late nighttime snack. The liars meet with Jessica DeLaurentis for lunch shortly afterwards, despite their awkward reservations. 
She then presents some of the girls with presents for high fashion dresses and asks the girls to model them in the fashion show. Which they knew about the dresses because Allie tried them on. They were Allie's dresses. And she's basically just, I don't, Jessica seemed a little off, if that makes sense. So anyway, just before the show, Spencer hands Noel the disc at Ben and asks her to deliver to him. In the corner of the room, Jessica and Peter have another have an argument. The fashion show starts and later begins, and later the tribute to Allison begins. With her image prominent on a runway screen, and the girls are walking the runway in her dresses. Suddenly, the images changes as soon. Sorry, the image changes so as to make Allison look like the devil with fire and um, peeling black eyes. The screen flashes like the bitch is dead, and the music changes from sentimental to hellish. Sister runs to Noel to make him turn it off, but he claims he can't, so she unplugs all the wires around his equipment till the, me- um, till the images and the sound effects stop. Then you have the A ending, where A buys a pair of black women's boots online. I didn't know it was women's, but yeah, it's five and a half, so sure. So, crazy episode. I also give this one A+, and... Uh, Hindsight's twenty twenty, so I can kind of connect the dots, but I don't want to spoil it. Spoil it, even though I am talking about it's fine. So anyway, we found out that um, Peter or Mister Hastings was fussing with Jessica on the phone from the night before, and when um, Sister confronts um, her dad about it later on, he's like. Don't worry about it. And it gets kind of ugly, to be quite honest with you. So, in episode 7, called Surface Tension, Arya's parents throw a dinner party, putting Arya face-to-face with both Ezra and Jason. So, she's definitely crushing on Jason, like, definitely is. So, the awkward night is interrupted when Mike gets arrested for breaking into another house. Emily tries to get used to living with the Barons, while Hannah tries to come to terms with Caleb's sketchy business. While doing landscaping work for the Hastings, Toby finds an old hockey stick buried in the backyard, and Spencer's father comes visibly nervous but burns it in the fire, saying it doesn't mean anything. Toby later tells um, Spencer about it, and she thinks it might be the weapon that used to kill Allie. So she got into like a huge argument with her dad when her dad confronted her. When she no, when she confronted her dad. Because he burned that hockey stick and just threw it in the fire. And, like, he got, he's, like, aggressive. Like, oh, my God. If someone's got some issues, he does. So, um, Ashley and Ella begin to wonder if there is, isn't something more serious going on with the girls' lives that they, they don't know. After searching through my bag of stolen items, Arya realizes that Officer Garrett cannot be trusted. Just as Spencer is in the car telling Garrett... She doesn't know she believes that Ian killed Allie anymore. Then we cut to her A ending where A and Jet stores into Emily's lotion. So basically, Emily's been using the um, lotion for swimming because she's like, I- I'm amping up her workout. So she's using the cream to help subside the pain. But little does she know, it's like full of steroids. I gave it uh, a minus, to be honest with you. So in episode 8, Save the Day, Emily begins juggling a lot of secrets and lies lately with a surprise visit from her father before a big swim meet. But the pressure gets to be too much for her, sending her to the hospital with her ulcer. 
But with the process of having to come clean to her father about Danby, Emily realizes that she has bigger problems when A reveals his, her um, part in Emily's slim career. So basically when she's in the hospital, like she was kind of like very out of it. And so when the nurse was trying to take the food back, she was like, can you just leave that? And when she opens it, um, she sees a note from A and looks at the, the thing and sells that um, the container of this um, ointment had a bunch of um, steroids in it. So because when Ren ran the test, it uh, came back positive for that. So, yeah. So then we cut to where Rand turns out to be her doctor in the hospital. And that's how he found out. How she found out. So she was like, can you just, like, not tell my parents? She's like, it's like I kind of have to, but I can run another test a little bit later. So while visiting Emily, Spencer and Arya take the opportunity to try and to do more digging around the cause of Ellen's death and how the broken field hockey stick may play a part in the last few moments of their friend's life. Sister discovers that Allie has been buried, what well, had been buried alive because Ice Autopsy mentions having dirt in her lungs. So she also discovers that Allie report, Allie's report is missing a page. Meanwhile, Hannah struggles with the prospect of losing both men in her life when her father's wedding, say the date arrives, and possibly of Caleb running out of Roswell before his past can come back to haunt him. So basically, it's almost tracking Caleb, and she's told the guy to like leave him alone. And I was like, okay, Hannah. And so, the A ending. So, in the morgue, after the janitor passes by, A raises, uh, rises from underneath the sheets, revealing to be in the room to say Thomas the Liars. So, they t- that person took uh, page five of everything. So, that was, uh, that was insane. <laughs> that, that was another A episode for me. I really enjoyed that one. There's not really a lot else. Uh, uh, so, with the whole Mike situation, I, we don't know what the F is happening. I kind of, I really don't remember what the F happened. And I was just like, kid, like, just because, like, you got some issues between your parents doesn't mean you need to go out and be like, you know, and start breaking into houses and crap. So he, he's been breaking into a lot of people's houses. He broke into a cop's house. How insane is that? Like, seriously. Anyway, so in episode nine, picture this. Spencer begins to suspect, oh my God, to suspect Jason after finding his broken hockey stick in the yard. No, it was Spencer's hockey stick in the yard. And, um, deciding that he was the only one that stole the missing page from Allison's autopsy file. While spying on him in the front yard and seeing how protective he is over the shed in his yard, she and Emily decide to break in. While in the shed, they find pictures of Arya while she was sleeping, which was creepy as hell, and a box of cameras and spying equipment. This leads the girls to realizing that uh, Jason is spying on Arya and could be spying on all of them. Meanwhile, A puts steroids in Emily's pink cream, which caused her blood test to show signs of human growth hormones. Hans Mon allows Emily to have Samara and some of Samara's friends over for a small get-together. But A forces Emily to give her phone number to one of Samara's friends, Zoe. And Samara wasn't happy with that because uh, Samara's other friend catches Emily giving Zoe her number and later tells Samara, which ends Emily's relationship with her. Arya begins to have continuous dreams about Jason and Ezra at the same time, to which she feels threatened with her relationship with Ezra. Laser, later at the park, Jason kisses Arya, but she tells him that she's already taken, leading Jason to think that she's afraid of him. Also, will be accurate. 
Hannah discovers that the man following Caleb is not a policeman, but instead a private investigator hired by his birth mother to find him. Caleb receives her phone number and is not sure whether to call her, but Hannah confesses him that he should. Caleb lives Rosewood and goes to California to see her. Sister and Emily return to Jason's shed, only to find that he has discovered someone's in it and he has removed everything. Then not have A, ending where A develops a photograph of Spencer and Emily entering Jason's shed in Jason's dark room. Another good episode. I honestly give it an A, and these descriptions are doing a lot better than season one. I'm just saying. It's like a lot better. So, in um, episode 10, Touched by an Angel, Arya finds herself in a difficult position when she's trying to process Spencer and Emily's news about Jason. Arya reveals to Emily's sister that Jason kissed her, but she rejected him, and in turn, Emily's sister revealed that Jason has been taking pictures of her while she was sleeping, as well as having a dark room in a shed. So Arya confronts him on Jason about that, and he told her that it was actually Allie was the one that took the pictures of Arya, and he found them in a box underneath Allie's floorboards in a room while he was renovating it. And he's like, oh, she's like, oh my bad. Then Spencer reveals to Ezra that she knows about um Ar- him and Arya's relationship, and Arya's mother suspects that Spencer and Ezra are hooking up, which is sees them conversing in his car. Ella tells Arya that she thinks Spencer and Ezra are having something going on, and Arya kind of laughs about it. She's like, no, that's not it, but what if that was happening? And so her mom said that um, she would feel betrayed if Arya told her about her relationship with Ezra. Ella decides to to send Mike to a therapist. Then Mona pushes Hannah to try to play nice with her future sister, Kate, at her bridesmaids fitting which ends up being the two riding horses at question club which did not go well first of all hannah can't ride a horse mona fronted saying that she went to equestrian school or training and she didn't and so hannah fell off the horse twisted her ankle walked back to the camp lost the horses and then on the intercom saying that isabel was um a whore, basically, and she hates Kate. And it was all over the intercom, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, but it was kind of like, what is happening? And so, um, <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, Spencer and Toby find Ian's old yearbook while packing up his belongings. They found out that Jason, Ian, and Garrett were all the NAT club. And then Jenna pays a visit to Spencer's house and demands that she start digging for information. And so they look at what NAT is. It's a, um, something in Latin, in Latin means we see all. Now the A ending where A is taking the girl's therapist uh, is talking to the girl's therapist, Dr. Ann Sullivan. So um, going back to Hannah and the car and the bras and the Kate thing. So Hannah calls to apologize and um, Kate's basically like, I'm going to break you like a horse. I'll make you feel nothing and you're going to be compliant, basically. And very ugly on the phone. I don't like her at all. So there's that. I gave this episode an A plus because it was kind of funny. I also kind of not, but um, I really enjoyed the episode. Dela has this humor moments and I really like that. So in episode 11, I Must Confess, which made me feel like it's a Britney Spears song. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, 
After being pushed around, threatened more by A, Emily is at a breaking point with her friends know that something drastic has to be done to save her. The girls turn to the only person they have come to trust and know that she can't let her see their secrets out, Dr. Sullivan. After being able to reveal the torment that A's been putting them through um, to someone outside of their tight-knit group, the girls leave a sense of relief and Emily has a new sense of courage. Hannah's grandmother arrives in town for Tom's rehearsal dinner, making sure to let it be known that she doesn't want the wedding to happen. Then Kate seeks her revenge on Hannah for what she did at the ranch by spiking um, Hannah's lemonade with vodka. But she means like that she was also drinking vodka, but she was just spiking Hannah's and not her own. And basically, she threw up all over Isabel's um, wedding dress. And she may seem like it was an accident. And so when she tried to confront her dad about it, her dad was like, eh, uh, Kate's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. And the grandmother uh, busted Kate when she came back in the room after the dad left because like, she basically uh, he basically kicked uh, the grandmother and Hannah out. And um, Kate was like, listen, granny. I was like, oh, shit. This girl is a meanie. Anyway, we cut to where Mr. Montgomery and Ella continue to argue about how to help Mike while Mike finally manages to open up to Aria. Then Spencer's father tells her that he committed a crime to help the Donatus family, basically changed the date on the wills because Jason got excommunicated from that will, but he uh, didn't. uh, He he fudged it so where they both got money, so basically he got money because, you know, he has Alec Kong gone. Anyway... And that could have been Jason's motive to off Allie. And he invertly tells her that Delorentis family has, has has some dirt against them. And we still feel more courageous because we're talking Dr. Sullivan, calls Maya, and they meet for dinner. During that dinner, uh, Dr. Sullivan says her file and so figure, figures out who A is. <sighs> then we cut to where A removes the files and the bug from Dr. Sullivan's office. So basically, as the, um, the liars get to... Dr. Sullivan's office because she called them. Um, she's not there. The files aren't there. And A left a message saying like the doctor is out and, or something like that. And so they literally um, are like so scared now because they're like, uh, what ha- what's happening here? <laughs> it was an intense episode. I gave it a plus. It was like very good. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And um, Mike is a little bit more, it's getting it more together, thank God, because it was kind of kind of difficult to watch him. And um, I was just like, okay. Anyway, so he's starting to get his shit together, but anyway. Overall, like I said, I give this like an A-plus episode. It was really good. So in episode 12, Over My Dead Body, A has given each of the four girls a task to save Dr. Sullivan. This was a mind tripping episode. So they each give a wind-up doll so they speak out their missions, but Emily doesn't get one at first. So Arya's task is to get rid of Jackie with proof of Jackie's plagiarism. Spencer must break up with Toby in order to keep him safe from A. Hannah must stop her father's wedding by telling Isabel about her parents' affair. Then Emily's in the car going to the wedding said so they have like seven hours to do all this. So Emily has to um Finally has a doll in the backseat and has to follow A's directions and winds up getting trapped in the barn with a car engine running. 
Emily passes out and is later saved from um, the death of the carbon monoxide poisoned by A. Dry and, and dried out of the barn. Emily has a conversation with Allison in a dream, quote unquote. Then Emily wakes up to find the other three girls beside her. Emily notes that a shovel that had been has that was not present when she arrived at the barn. And a message on it reveals the coordinates of Dr. Sullivan's location in the forest. The four assume that Dr. Sullivan was buried alive, but when they dig up the burial ground, only found boots and a dummy. They are cornered by the police and taken into custody. Garrett gives Jenna the missing page five of Allison's autopsy report, which she which he plans for Jenna to burn. And seemingly reveals that they planned everything. They have the A ending where A meets Dr. Sullivan at a diner and gives her an envelope after Don, after Sullivan claims to have done everything A has asked her to do and leaves. Okay, so for some of the um, A endings, they keep mentioning pretty eyes. So I think that's going to come into play in a little bit, honestly. This is a really good episode, too. I, again, give this an A. <laughs> and, um, let's see. That, it was so insane how they were digging up by hand and not even really using the shovel. And it was just kind of crazy when they came and said, this was the uh, murder weapon, which we didn't have before, but we have it now. And also, like, her, um, Jenna and Garrett banking out and, uh, witness room where there's a two-way mirror it's not smart at all and i'm just like this is some lengthy ass shit to do something or someone that's gone and torturing her quote-unquote puppets or dolls like it's not that worth it i mean to me anyway but you know i'm not that much of a vindictive person but jesus so anyway still a really good episode though i really really enjoyed it so, um, and that, okay, well, 11 was directed, well, an episode was directed by Chad Lowe, who plays Mr. Montgomery, who pisses me off. Anyway, then you have the first secret, which is episode 13, and so it's Halloween, and before Allison disappeared, where all the secrets and lies begin for Arya, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer. After meeting Jenna, Allison gets an anonymous text from a black number says I'm watching you and uh Jenna is very different from the Jenna now like she just moved to town she's like like Miss It girl like she was basically a literal rival for um Allie because they were both going for Lady Gaga costumes and she's like I might just make my own costume and um since Lady Gaga was very new, um, Jen, uh, Allie was trying to tell Jenna, like, pick a different costume. I'm Allie, by the way. She said, Oh, I know. And um, she just wanted to do her own thing. Jenna did. And she did not like that. <laughs> so later, Arya and Allison go off for frozen yogurt. While they're walking, Mona season calls out to join them, but they're like, eh, No. And so they run off to attempt to lose her. They turn a corner and stop when they see um, Arya's dad and Meredith making out in his car. Then the gang goes to the Halloween party hosted by Noel because um, they got invited while they're um, like a little bit later. And Arya was like, I don't really want to go, but um, Allie makes her go by threatening her to tell her secret. 
Sometime later, Emily's sitting outside alone. Hannah joins her, and I love how Hannah, um, Hannah's Brittany. Emily's a um, sexy Native American, and Spencer's the Queen of Scots. Arya's a witch, and Allie is Lady Gaga. So they go to the Halloween party, and um, and they wonder where Allie is. The other liars join up. If they get Texas Reese, I'm in trouble. Come along. But first, at the party, you see Jenna there, and she is she looks good, like in that red outfit for the Lady Gaga thing. And so um, she's getting all the attention, and Allie is stupid jealous about it, like stupid jealous about it. And so um, they literally were like, mm, what? The, I mean, the other girls were having fun, but Allie was like, she was kind of like over it, and she saw that girl as competition. And so anyway, um, when they got the tackle sessions, they said, come alive. And so drug them to the scary house address. So they found Allie in a locked room. Seemingly terrified, she recounts that someone grabbed her and brought her in there, threatening to kill her with a knife. No one can get signal to dial 911 from their cell phone, so Allie goes outside alone. Then she screams, but the door is now bolted. Through the keyhole, the keyhole they see a big fight with her and costume, um, guy with a knife. Allie knees him and runs off and liars get outside through a conveniently open window. They go back inside the house and Allie's walking on a chair brandishing a knife that was per- that looking perfectly insane and says it was all a hoax. Noel was a zombie and the blood was ketchup. And it's like, do you want to lick it off Hannah? I was like, damn that's some shady shit. Back at the party, Noel then approaches Allie to apologize but she tells him that it was perfect and realizes that he's apologizing because he didn't make it to the plot and he was stuck at the party not because he had been was doing too well with her and giant drag guest stars uh, i think that was the band so we found out that probably lucas was the one that did it because he bumped into Allie leaving the party he's like okay see you later bitch and then we also see mona at the party chatting to people as catwoman and um Allie was like, you look good, because Mona's like, meow. And uh, she's like, I was like, do I know you? She's like, no, but you will. And the same thing with Jenna and, like, Lucas and all that type of stuff. It was a really good episode. I gave this an A-plus episode, actually. It was really good. And also, Emily was crushing on Jenna, because she was dancing by herself when she was slow dancing with Noel. Not Noel, Ben. And, um, Allie was also very jealous of that, too. <laughs> very jealous. Anyway, in episode 14, through many, dan- through many dangerous toils and snares, exactly a month after A framed the girls for Alice's murder, Spencer rejects Toby and the gift he made her, which was such a sweet gift, actually. It was like a, it was a really nice chair. Caleb returns to Hannah and Ezra and Arya reveal relationship to Arya's parents. And it was not pretty. Mike punched him in the face. <laughs> and her parents were like understandably freaked out. And I was like, mm, what do you expect? Like like cotton candy, rainbows, and sprinkles or something? Like Hello. <laughs> so anyway, the relationship between Arya, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer changes following their arrests. 
Sister and Family got um, fight to trick A into believing that the girls were falling apart. It was, a, it was very convincing. Very convincing. The girls fool A into believing that they knew something that was hidden in Allison's box that Jason gave to Arya. And so then A called out Emily and meets A to show them an empty box. They have them girls Sherrod known to be A. A attacks Emily and tries to stab her with a nearby tool, but Arya and Spencer show up and corner the um A before they're able to use it. A shatters the glass from the ceiling by throwing up a pot and making a run for it. As A exits the greenhouse they were in, Hannah pulls up and A is hit by her car. The girls chase after A but lose um but A loses them and just when Sister declares that they have nothing, they notice that A's cell phone is laying on the ground next to our um Hannah's car. So the A ending, A punches the car in anger and glass shatters for the window and slide view mirror when realizing to lost the cell phone. A plus episode. That was a good ass episode. You can tell like they were really into it. It was a really great episode. I loved it. So I'm all caught up now. That's um, season two episodes one through 14. I hope y'all have enjoyed it. I'll be covering the back half um, later on. And you'll catch it in the next uh, episode of my podcast. So I hope y'all have a great day, even or night, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye.